And cue music. I don't know how many of you have heard, but there's a flesh-eating virus going around. Yeah, it's called music. Tune on for Andy real quick, and we're rolling with another episode of A Sides. Andy, how you doing this morning? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm great. I am great. I'm on like my third or fourth cup of coffee, and I'm drinking some of this raspberry hibiscus kombucha, which That's is probably the, the stupidest thing I've ever said. Isn't that <laughs> stuff like really like tart? Yeah, it's kind of vinegary. Yeah, kind of has a vinegary flavor. It's supposed to be really good for you. You know, li- live probiotics. But two, if you read the uh, fine print on this, at least the other one did. Maybe this one does. Yeah, oh yeah, it contains less than 0.5% alcohol by volume. So, technically, I'm still drinking this morning. Oh, are you trying to find a new sponsor? Kind of, <laughs> yeah. Simple Truth Organic. If you guys want to uh, sponsor the show, feel free. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we've got a few new records to discuss, and uh, I'm not sure what happened in the world of music news this last couple weeks. I haven't really heard anything. I don't other think than, anybody died. I don't man. think anyone died. Kanye West found God, apparently. <laughs> Put out a new record called Jesus is King, which... I did listen to some of, just for the hell of it, because I realized when it popped up um, on my Amazon music thing, under the new release column, I I realized, like, I've never listened to Kanye West. I don't know anything about him. I don't know anything. Other than, like, I've seen a couple really stupid Saturday Night Live performances Uh, where he comes out and does, I don't don't know, one time he was, like, in a box or something. Huh. Him and another guy. Yeah, I don't. I don't really remember much other than there being like some sort of box he was in, like, a, and he was wearing all white. I think, and the room was white. I don't know. That's what I'm remembering, anyhow. But yeah, that's all the knowledge I have of him and the fact that he's married to Kim Kardashian and her ass just keeps getting bubblier every year and her face just looks more like plastic every year. That's the extent of my knowledge on Kanye West, and that's the extent that we're going to go to um, as far as talking about that record because it wasn't on our list. And yeah, I didn't sh- listen to it. Short of that, I wouldn't have had anything else to say anyhow. So what are we talking about this week, Andy? We've got from the 18th, I believe it was, Alter Bridge, Walk the Sky, which was one of my choices. Uh, Jimmy Eat World, Surviving was the same week. Then this past Friday, the 25th, was Bad Wolves with a Nation, N-A-T-I-O-N. And then Neil Young uh, with Colorado. Nice. Yeah, well, whichever one you would like to uh, start off with, just uh, point me in the direction you'd like Uh, to head, buddy. Maybe we can go with Alter Bridge, because that's the first one I took notes on. Because you just had a throbbing hard on for this one <laughs> since the moment you found out about it. Or figure we can get this one out of the way for you. Yeah, well, it's going to be mostly you, I'll tell you that much. Um, I guess I have a little bit to say, but not much, I don't know. Yeah, have you ever listened to those guys before? I don't know. I mean, I've heard 
I know I've heard them. So, but to actually sit down and listen to a record, I've never sat down and listened to an Alter Bridge record. Hmm. I think the only thing that Miles Kennedy has done that I've actually listened to is the stuff with Slash, a couple of those albums. But, uh, yeah, that's about it. Can't um, say do you I'm like huge. him with Slash? Uh, his voice kind of grates on me. I don't know what it is. I mean, he's a hell of a singer. Like, the first time I heard him, I thought, God, this guy is fucking perfect to do these shows with Slash, covering, like, the Guns N' Roses stuff, because he has incredible range. There's no denying that. Um, but I don't know. I would get kind of halfway through the records and just be like, ah, oh, I'm tired of it. And like, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. there's just something about his voice that, you know... Um, that's what everybody seems to say, or like who I've recommended stuff to. Is one guy I worked with at the body shop. He said he liked the music, like on one of the Slash albums, but like he said, like Miles Kennedy was too nasally. Yeah, I mean, he just, the, yeah, whatever it is about his voice, just that timber, you know. Yeah. You like it or you don't, I guess. That's everybody's voice, though. I mean, so. Yeah. I almost kind of like the Slash stuff. A little bit more, and I think it's because... It's fucking Slash. Really, the first <laughs> thing that I heard with them uh, like, was a live album. And they had done that Slash album where he had the different vocalists. Like, right. I think Chris I Cornell's on a song, one, yeah. and like Kid Rock, and even like Lemmy's on there. I remember Miles Kennedy being on that. And yeah. I remember liking the song he did a lot. So yeah, I think they did too. It was like sound. Starlight... <clears throat> And going to California, or not going to California. It's been a while. I wouldn't really remember the names, but I haven't listened to that album in a long time. But yeah, I, I remember digging it and thinking, yeah. oh man, this dude can really sing his ass off. And so at first I thought, what a great choice, you know, for a yeah. singer. But then I realized <laughs> after listening to an entire record of him singing, it's like, ah oh, man, I guess small doses is all I can do with this guy, you know. Mm-hmm. But... It is what it I is. guess with that live album though is like I liked how he could uh, like I felt like he could handle the Guns N' Roses material. Then he was doing I guess like I think two of the Velvet Revolver songs, right? And then and then yeah, like he basically like sounded good on all that material from Slash, and even they were doing uh, songs that he didn't sing on from that Slash album. So it kind of impressed me, I guess. Honestly, yeah, like I think as much as I like Alter Bridge and people know I do, like I think I like Slash uh, um, a little bit more. But not to say like I hate Alter Bridge. Right. Well, it's Slash, and Slash is kind of the shit, so yeah. I mean, he's going to make anything cooler. Because yeah. what, Mark Tremonti is the guitar player for yeah. Creed, right? Yeah. And Alter Bridge, so. Which he's good, but. Stylistically, I would, yeah, I would definitely say that I like Slash better as a guitar player. Because, you know, he's fucking Slash. <laughs> but yeah, Walk the Sky. Yeah. Or, go ahead. Sorry, I wasn't trying to cut you off. I'm sure you can. I talk took notes, on Denny. I've got two pages. Just, I'll cut <laughs> that out. But I guess I'll say, like, I think the last album that they put out, like, three years ago, I had overhyped it and it came out. And I didn't like it much at all. It was called like the Last Hero because mm. they seem to put out something every three years. And that one, I think I was overhyped for it. 
and I was a little let down. So when this one came out, I was kind of like, I'll um, listen to it because I'm a fan, but it seems like I was happy that he got back with like Slash because I didn't know if he would, if they were going to do that anymore. Obviously, with Guns N' Roses being back together, I didn't think he'd have a reason to do anything with Miles and the Conspirators. Right. And then, uh, and then I guess Mark Tremonti's got his own solo project and he's put out like three or four albums. So I kind of thought maybe that, um, I guess the last Alter Bridge album suffered because maybe they're like, um, they got too much going on outside the band. Right. But then this one, I ended up liking it a lot, so maybe it was good I didn't have any expectations for it. Right. I did not like it. <clears throat> I mean, this is just one of those bands that it's like, I don't hate them. I listen to it, and I don't hate what I'm hearing by any means, but nothing really grabbed me on this record. I guess In the Deep was probably my favorite song. You know, and I thought One Life, that intro track, was actually one of the coolest parts, too, and it wasn't even, like, a full song. Yeah, I, I like, thought that, too. Like, it was only, like, a minute long. <clears throat> yeah, I was like, fuck, why don't they do more of this? Like, I kind of, when I yeah. first put the record on I thought like yeah this might be really cool this is different this isn't what I expected and then it was like oh okay that was just a fluke yeah they should have treated that like a real song and because I thought it was really cool and I, I thought if more of the record <clears throat> was like that then you know it probably would have been a better record in my opinion it would have offered a yeah. little bit my, more diversity in their sound and you might like one song then from like their third album it I think it even started the album too, and it's called "Slip to the Void," and it sounds kind of like that. Hmm. So that's kind of why I thought maybe they're doing another song in that style, and then it was over. Yeah. So like maybe they didn't want to repeat themselves, so they're like, "All right, we'll just do this as like an intro thing." I don't. Yeah, I don't. It's kind of cool you say like in the deep because they put out like five songs in advance. <clears throat> Yeah. Of this album, I think it was like, "Wouldn't you rather uh, take the crown?" Uh, Pay no mind, and I was just kind of like, "Eh, those are all right. Those are what I expect from the band." But then, in the deep came out, and I was like, "All right, I can dig that song." And I think "Dying Light" was like the fifth one they put out. But yeah, in the deep, I thought, yeah, to me that's the standout one. That like, <clears throat> like if I was gonna go back and listen to this record, I would you know probably just yeah. listen to that intro again. And then skip straight to In the Deep. Because I thought, like, Wouldn't You Rather, it's not a bad song, but it just goes by kind of, I don't know, it's just kind of like a wash. Like, oh, you know, like I, I put it on and then I forget it's even playing by the time I'm to the second verse. I mean. Yeah, because that's kind of almost sounds like what they do is like that song was the first single and I guess it's like maybe their radio song or something. And then the album before that on The Last Hero I think they had a song that sounded just the same, and that was the single, and even the album before that, I guess. I guess, like, every single album now, they have a song that is just like that, that they put out. So, Right. I think that's why I was a little bit even kind of like, eh, you know, <laughs> kind of like, you know, not really into it as much. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, that in the deep, though, like, I don't know if you noticed, but, like, I thought there was, like, a cool, like, guitar lead. 
like that Mark Tremonti's like lead sounded cool on it. No, it had some cool riffs and stuff. I mean, the whole record has cool riffs. He's, you know, he comes up with cool stuff. I don't, yeah. <clears throat> it's all kind of, I don't want to say it's all the same, but I mean, you can tell. Yeah, you can tell it's his you know. style. It's a cool shirt, uh, by the way. Thanks. Kuma's Corner. Let's see if they can uh, sponsor but, the show, too, since we're name dropping. Yeah. No, that is kind of a cool hoodie, but um, I like that shirt. So. Yeah, yeah sponsor us, to, too. I need to go there. I need to try one of them big, disgusting burgers and listen to some fucking Slayer and Venom and... Yeah. They probably though. They probably do. They face. play like shit like that, or do they just play like fucking Five Finger Death Punch? No, or? dude. I went in there one time and there's like some band like Behemoth or something that's nice. on. It's like rah, 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 rah. that was so good. We don't even have to auto tune that. <laughs> so you know, I feel like you might have found your calling now. And then you want to start a death metal band? It was just so weird because yeah, that place is like heavy metal themed and stuff, and it's like the inside's like black, but it's like in a shopping center, and so there's like people like our parents' age chilling eating burgers, and I'm like, I don't know, it just seems so off to me. That's hilarious. <laughs> and then like that's what it's supposed to be, and you know, there's some fucking like, like someone our parents' age that goes in there, and it's like, well, the food was really good, but. I really wish they'd turn the music down and play something nicer. Yeah. Like, they probably don't get that that's, like, their thing. They probably yeah. bitch, like, they got on Facebook, and they're like, I'm going to leave them, a, I'm gonna leave them two stars. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to leave them a shitty review because that was just ridiculous. Yeah. I can fucking hear them now. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, so, anyhow, this, uh... The album cover was really cool on this Alter Bridge record. I really liked the artwork. Yeah. I was like, if that didn't say Alter Bridge on it, I would like print that fucker up in like a big ass poster and hang it on the wall somewhere down here. Even though I don't have much room for something that big. You'd have a big back tattoo. Yeah, I'd get a back tattoo of it. That would be a cool tattoo. (laughs) Um, Like, what'd you think about uh, another one on there? I guess it's probably the same as like. In the deep, but like clear horizon. I don't I recall that, that one. Cool. I didn't jot any notes down on that one, so it must have just kind of uh, went by, you know. Yeah. Kind of got to the point where I stopped. I stopped writing because. Uh, yeah, because it was I at just, the end of the album too, so maybe you gave up before then. If you don't like a full album of Miles. <laughs> right. No, I listened. I did listen to the whole thing, but. To me, anything worth talking about, I've already kind of covered. Like I said, this whole thing just kind of went by, and I was like, "Eh, okay. Like, I just wasn't really interested in it, you know? Native Son, that one stood out only because I thought, man, I'd rather just listen to Native Tongue again. (laughs) Let's go rock some fucking poison. Let's rock some obscure poison instead. But Godspeed, wasn't that one you texted me about, and you were all like... Yeah, like a hard on for the song Godspeed or something. Yeah, I even wrote in my notes that that's one that like <laughs> I could probably get a speeding ticket listening to that song. I think you texted me and said, "I feel like this is my theme song," and I just thought after I listened to it, I was like, "Oh, Andy's theme song. Yeah, he can fucking have it. <laughs> you can have that one." I didn't think it kind of was like the chorus was okay. Like it, it has a catchy chorus, like you know, but the rest of it I didn't care for and. Even that, I guess, like, one pet peeve of mine in rock and roll is when somebody is trying to be, like, too, 
inspirational. Like it's okay. just it's just one of those like the lyrics are like, you know, I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna try to write something that's gonna inspire somebody today. Oh yeah. It just sounds like it was like too intentional. Yeah, see, see, I can get that because that's kind of when I got into them. They had an album that's basically like all like rock songs like that that are like trying to be positive and even there's some from Shinedown where I'm like right hey that's kind of cool like I guess I kind of thought well that's kind of cool because all the rock on 105.7 is like five finger death punch like fuck yeah and stuff and then I guess here's like Alter Bridge and Shinedown and they're trying to like I don't know rock out but they're trying to not be like down in the dumps or something yeah because even that Bad Wolves, listening to that that we're going to get into later, some of those are like, I think I even wrote it in my notes, that one of their songs sounded just like one on the Alter Bridge song, but the lyrics were, I think the only thing that separated the two, I think it was the one Kill Me uh, Slowly, yeah, and he's talking about how some girl's like leaving him, and he's like seeing the girl with another guy or something, but mm-hmm. then here's like Miles Kennedy, like, Sounds he's trying like to like build you up or something, like it's not all bleak. Sure, she's leaving you with another guy, but hang in there, buddy, because there's a light. There's a light at the end of the road. Yeah, man, that's Alter Bridge right there. That is Alter Bridge. Hey, man, well, they kind of came from the band that had uh, Can You Take Me Higher. Yeah. So. Old Scott Stapp. Inspirational radio rock, man. It's not all corn and like. It's corny, though. Oh. True. I don't know. That's kind of what hooked me a little bit was just some kind of positive rock. Good positive message never killed anyone. Might have. I don't know. I see where you're going with that though because it just comes on strong to me. I had noticed even though I really like that Godspeed song, uh, each album that they have too seems to have a song about somebody dying, like Mark Tremonti, I think. Mm. Like he wrote a song. About his mom dying on the first album. Then I think they had another song like You Will Be Remembered or something. They just have songs about somebody dying. Hmm. And they're like ballads. But then this was one about somebody dying. But it's like, yeah. Yeah. Farewell. Goodbye. Yeah. I don't know. It did. You're fucking dead. See ya. (laughs) Yeah. It kind of seemed like, you know, it was like. Way more upbeat and, like, fucking fast or something. Oh. I don't know. Like a positive death song. Well, it's good, man. It's, you know, good to... Yeah. I don't know. I think I was getting into the album, but I then I was trying to see... I was like, I don't think... I guess not really put you down, but I'm like, I don't know if Brent's really going to like this as much as I am. And I was kind of... Even after, yeah, how I said the Bad Wolves. It kind of seems like... You know, even even though I like Alter Bridge and I think they're better than the music that's on 105.7, they're still in that right. genre or something. And if you would take Miles Kennedy's vocals out of it and just listen to the music itself, I think they do kind of sound the same. Right. Like so, if you just got some guy in there kind of grunting lower a little bit, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I mean, like I guess I'm saying um, because I'm a fan, I can separate the two. But at the end of the day, they kind of are the same. All right. Uh, well, that's know, that you know? like Nickelback, Shine Down. I always call it. I refer to it as like processed rock because everything sounds like it's 
perfectly tuned and yeah because even stained was the same way they were kind of like how i'm saying alter bridge had a positive song and then like like bad wolves had like you know the negative one it was like stained and nickelback were out at the same time but like nickelback was more uh I think Nickelback was more upbeat and Stain was more like the poor me stuff. But right. if you just listen to the sound, yeah, it was the same. Right. Yeah, I mean, a lot of, uh, I don't know, it just sounds like yeah. everything was ran through a computer to make it perfect yeah. and slick and there's, you know, 18 guitar yeah. parts going on and 400 backing vocals and I might be exaggerating this a little bit I don't know but but yeah it's that over polished metal like they take the all the elements and hard rock and heavy metal like the tuned down guitars and then all the gain and the thunderous drums and everything but then they just polish it they take to me they take away everything that's cool about that you know it's like everything's shined over yeah Maybe that's where Shinedown came up with their name. <laughs> uh, we're gonna shine. We're gonna play hard rock and metal, but then we're gonna polish it so much that it's gonna shine it down to shit. Yeah, because even like, I don't know if you've ever heard of them, Skillet. Mm, I've heard of them. I don't think I've listened to them. Maybe, maybe I this s- podcast will uh, change that one day. Uh, we'll have to have a new album. <laughs> we need a new Skillet record so I can. But uh, Alter Bridge and Skillet were on tour, or, or I think they are on tour still, but I saw them a couple weeks ago in Chicago. And Skillet, they are like maybe the most prime example of that radio rock sound right now, even more than like Alter Bridge or Bad Wolves or like Five Finger Death Punch. And like uh, this girl and her husband I was hanging out with for the show. She kind of looked over at me, and she's like, Skillet is kind of like watching a Monster Energy drink or something like that. And I kind of thought of how somebody said, I saw some meme or something on Facebook where it was like, Godsmack is like a tribal tattoo you can listen to. That's funny. And Five Finger Death Punch is like the musical equivalent of Mountain Dew. Yeah. Skillet is Monster Energy drink. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, I can get that. I mean, I've never listened to Skillet, I guess. I think I've heard them, but it's like one of those I'm sure I've heard yeah. at some point. <clears throat> but I even noticed that, too, because it's like in the show, like I think their singer, he plays bass, but then for a while, like he like wasn't playing bass, but he was walking around with the microphone like singing, and they have a guitar player, and I think the dude who's a singer has like, wife is playing guitar but it looked like she didn't switch guitars or something they were still playing guitar so i'm like who's even playing bass or is it just that much like processed and like backing tracks yeah probably there was probably a bass track in the mix yeah probably half the shit wasn't real yeah yeah it's the uh day we live in man people most people are stupid and don't get it there's like oh they were really good they sounded perfect yeah they sounded like there was a bass player up there. How'd they do that? Well, they didn't fucking do that. Yeah. They put a god the record on, basically, and karaoke to it. Yeah, it's like the same thing with Shinedown. Like, sorry to keep uh, going off uh, track, but, like, that's the same thing with Shinedown. Like, I kind of liked... I legitimately liked their first couple albums, and I really wanted to see them live, but then I was really disappointed for that same reason, because it seemed to be more about the pyro and the... Right. 
Yeah, I've heard that they, I've never seen them live, but I've heard that, you know, they have like one guitar player and there's like eight guitar tracks. Yeah. (laughs) Like you can hear like all these guitar parts and everything. Yeah, like, and it kind of seemed almost like not as bad as the Godsmack show I went to, but it kind of seems like, yeah, how they have one guitar player, but a lot of times he's just doing like, what is that, power chords, there's like, and like pointing. Yeah. And doing stuff like that. Yeah, you hear all this other crazy shit, like, yeah. He's just holding his hands in one spot. Yeah. Oh man, that's how stupid people are, though. Like, so yeah, now I've seen them live like five times, or because so, I got tickets from the radio station. But each show was the same. Like, I feel like I don't need to see them anymore. I didn't even need to see them beyond the first time. I guess you probably didn't even need to see them the first time. Yeah. Truth be known. Well, all super processed rock aside. Yeah. Should we uh, shift our our chat in the direction of something a little bit yeah better <laughs> more pop more. so Jimmy Eat World uh, uh, Surviving is next I guess that's their 10th album man that's a lot of records yeah. uh, so are you kind of a fan of them I am I am I love you know Futures is probably my favorite album of theirs yeah and uh, you know Bleed Americans, a great record too. And I won't go off talking about all their old stuff for twenty minutes or anything, but Why but not? I mean they, they just talked about Skillet and Shine. No, I know. I just was gonna say. I mean they have a pretty <laughs> solid body of work, but those are kind of those are probably the two that most people are familiar with, anyhow. But Futures, I like that record a lot. Like it's got it's one that has some great. Uh, songs later in the record and yeah like night drive is probably one of my favorite jimmy world songs i just fucking love that song so yeah there's speaking of later stuff on the album i like that album a lot too but then like it seems like when i go back and listen to it like i'll be like oh yeah there's that song i forgot about like polaris at the end of the record i thought that was like a really good standout one too so it's like they all stand out actually yeah, that was a, that was just a solid, a really solid follow up to Bleed American because that you know was such a huge record and they had their biggest hits on that. Yeah. But then it was you know even aside from the songs that were on the radio at the time, that was just a solid front to back, pop, punk, hard rock like, you know whatever you want to classify them as. Um, just a solid rock record though. I mean, and they've. I think since, I mean, there hasn't really been a record of theirs that I've listened to and not liked. Hmm. You know, like I might listen to it the first time and kind of be like, ah, you know, this didn't hold, this ain't quite as good as the last thing they did, but, you know. I think this one, for me, might be my favorite thing they've done since Futures, Yeah, actually, because it kind of goes back to that. Like, their last couple records were kind of mellower like they weren't as yeah up tempo and they they kind of went off in this kind of uh i don't know like there was a lot more acoustic based yeah pop songs and whatnot and yeah like uh i think i jumped in or i listened to them when bleed american came out because that was like all over the radio you know, right like the middle and what's that like i guess if there's praise chorus and sweetness uh, 
Yeah, the sweetness, that was the one I was trying to think of. Yeah, those were the ones that were, like, big, and, like, I remember being into them, but then I didn't realize at the time Futures was that big because, like, I guess X didn't play it. Right. Like, it wasn't wasn't in that style. I don't remember it being big. I don't remember anything being played on the radio except maybe, like, one song for, like, a month, and it just died out, and then they just went back to playing the middle all the time. Because um, I remember, yeah, Jimmy Eat World, like that Bleed American came out when I was still in high school. But then by the time I was working at like 99X, like you would have thought that Jimmy Eat World's next album would be on the radio. But it, it, it wasn't. I guess it didn't fit in with whatever was. Yeah, I don't understand that. Uh, hot then. I didn't understand it at the time. But at the time, I was kind of like, yeah. man, I really, I really love this record. I almost kind of don't want anyone to, I don't want the radio to play it uh, and ruin yeah. any of it, you know? Because, like, I was so tired of hearing the middle yeah. that, you know, it's hard to go back and listen to Bleed American and not just want to skip that song because it was way overplayed. Yeah, it's like they've, I guess in short, I was trying to say, like, they fell, like, way off my radar. And I kind of even forgot they existed until they came out with one, I think it was, like, Damage, like, six years ago. Right. Which doesn't even seem that long ago, but that's when I got back into them because one of my friends out of state was like, hey, you might like Jimmy Eat World. And then they came out with an album. I think that's the one you're talking about that had a little bit more like acoustic sound to it. And I think they even covered like Taylor Swift. So that's kind of when she she came a little bit more on my radar too was because I was like, well, if Jimmy Eat World will cover them, maybe I'll give her a chance. Right. That and the Ryan Adams covering all yeah. of 1989. Yeah. I know all of a sudden after that, everybody was kind of like, oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> and me, I was like the snob at the time. I was like, well, I'm a Ryan Adams fan, but, man, fuck that. I like the... I. Yeah. Not to get way off topic again, but <clears throat> I still... That's what we do, I dude. still stand by Taylor Swift's yeah. 1989 blowing fucking Ryan Adams' version out of the water. Everybody had such a hard on for that when it came out. I didn't get it. I was like, ah, it's like okay. There's a couple things worth listening to on there, but whatever. Um, but surviving. Yeah, the surviving one. So the opening track, I was kind of like, yeah, this is like a solid Jimmy song. Like it sounds like it was kind of like a return to form kind of thing. Yeah. You know, good way I guess to start the album off and um but it's not not my favorite track at all um thought criminal energy that's a really cool song I, yeah. I plus i like the title i like those i like that term criminal energy i just like it like it just sounds cool yeah in the song and it just i don't know the riffs in that song too just remind me of like like Something off Bleed American, like, you know, heavy and kind of, I don't know, kind of, again, like the, <clears throat> they start the record off with this statement of like, hey, we're returning back to this, you know, this, we're going back to uh, what made you guys fall in love with us in the first place kind of thing. Um, you know, that's kind of what I thought too, is I like Surviving, I thought it was a good opening track, but then that Criminal Energy, like... I guess I didn't get through the whole album the first time I listened to it because I kept going back to Criminal Energy and I like that lead on it too because it's like the pop rock song but then it's got right. like this 
really like, I don't know, ballsy kind of like riff going throughout it. And I kind of thought of like Weezer, how like they said like now they want to do like this hard rock album because the last couple of ones were like pop albums and they want right. to do like a hard rock one and it's called Van Weezer. Oh, Jesus, yeah. And they want to do more like a Van Halen, like Black Sabbath thing, but I'm like, shit, this Criminal Energy song, like Weezer ain't got shit on this, man. No, actually, I heard the one Weezer track that has like the eruption type spoof at the beginning and it was fucking horrible. Like it was just bad. Like yeah, that song was I, terrible. That's what I thought. I'm like, it's not really a metal song. It's the same Weezer pop song yeah. that you hear on the Blue Album, but they just threw like a guitar solo at the beginning of the song. Stupid. I was hoping it was a joke and it wasn't real. Like they yeah. were just were gonna like the record will come out and it'll be something totally different. And they're like, oh I got you. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't know. We'll see, I guess. Um the um, here's song. one uh, that I'll I wanted to bring up. Like, so the lead single was this like "Stay All the Way," I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. Or "All the Way uh, Stay." I didn't realize that was the it, single. I think I said it backwards. Stays in parentheses, right. but right uh, when the album came out, uh, they put out a second single and even had a video for it called Five Five Five. That's another one of my favorites on here, yeah. Yeah, but did you I didn't uh, realize see it was that a video, video no. Because uh, I... I'm going to look it up now. I thought it was so, like, weird. Like, what the fuck is this? Because it's like that Jim Adkins, like the singer. And he's got, like, big white hair. And he's got some kind of makeup on. And he's got some kind of weird prosthetic stuff. Hmm. And I was like, he looks like a Cenobite from, like, the Hellraiser movies. And then nice. there's these backup singers that are, like... They look like weird cloaked monks or something, and they're all singing backup or something. And I was like, what the fuck is the is meaning of this video? Because there isn't anything except just them singing. Well, then I looked it up, and that Jim, he said he made the video because he was inspired by a Rick Springfield song. I think it's called Bop Till You Drop. Hmm. And he said there's something like some... Like reptilian overlord that has all these people like working enslaved or something, and then I guess Rick Springfield he starts singing and it kind of throws off all of the uh, chaos into the slaves and stuff. <laughs> so what Jim Atkins wanted to do was like he thought like he would be some overlord, but he had all of his minions like singing the song, and that's their entire purpose in life is to sing backup for him. <laughs> well. So it kind of makes more Pretty sense after hearing that, reading that after seeing the video. But I was, like, confused. I'm like, <laughs> what is this? Yeah, sometimes a good weird video is just, you know, a good time. No, I like that 555 song I thought was really cool because it just goes off in a totally different direction. You know, yeah. like it start, the record starts off just sounding like classic Jimmy World, that delivery song. Had a real cool feel to it. You know, that was one where I felt like I needed to be, like when I'm listening to it, I felt like I was standing outside with sunglasses on, staring into the sun or something, like on a <laughs> fucking mountain yeah. with like wind blowing. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyhow, but yeah, and then you just, 555 comes in with like this totally different pop synth kind of feel, like kind of 80s yeah. reminiscent, like, 
I don't know. I really like it. And the chorus has a really great lift. Like the verse is cool. And then all yeah. of a sudden the, when the chorus comes in, it really lifts. Like it's really a, it's a good fucking chorus. <laughs> I guess there's no better way to put it. Like it's not going to change your fucking life, but you know, it's a good fucking chorus. It changed my life. And then it's funny that you actually brought up Weezer because the song One Mill yeah. after 555, dude, it like totally reminds me of Weezer so much so that the beginning, like the acoustic part, reminds me of the damn sweater song. Yeah. It's like I wanted him to go into the fucking chorus for that, you know, if you want to destroy my sweater or whatever the yeah. chorus is for that. You know, but then it kicks into this totally different thing. I actually thought that that one mill was like the weakest song on the album. Oh yeah, it actually to me it is. Yeah, especially because it follows five 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 maybe too. Yeah, it's just kind of like what I was like waiting for something else and then. Yeah, it'd be a stronger record if they just left that off there, man. It just it didn't do it for me. It was, and I was just like, God, is this like intentional? Like, because it sounds like Weezer, and then like, but then you can pinpoint what fucking Weezer song it sounds yeah. like too. But then they go into this totally different chorus, so I'm like, were they, I mean, is this, like, intentional? Like, they're trying to, I don't know. About all I have to say. They're trying to troll, like, Weezer. Yeah, like, they're just trying to fuck with them. Like, you know, hey, we're going to fucking kind of rip your song off, but then go into our own thing. Here's one thing I thought was weird. I don't know if you noticed it. But 555 is the fourth song. Wouldn't it make more sense to make it the fifth song? (laughs) I don't know. See, they did that on purpose. Maybe I analyzed this album too much. They did that on purpose to fuck with you. (laughs) Yeah. But I thought the All the Way song, All the Way, Stay. Yeah. That I thought was a really cool song, and it reminds me a lot of the Hold Steady. I don't know if you're a fan of theirs. You had mentioned that before. I guess they came out with a new album recently. Yeah, they did, and it's really fucking good. Um, But this is like, this song really reminded me of them a lot. And the girls' backing vocals really... I'd have to look it up, but man, I would swear that that same girl probably sang back up on some of the Hold Steady stuff. Like what her name is? No, I don't, because I don't pay attention to anything anymore, Rachel to be honest Hayden with you. was background vocals. Huh. Well, if I, had to, if I had to guess, I feel like it just reminds me of, if you're going to listen to the Hold Steady, just start with Boys and Girls in America. Like, that mm. fucking record front to back is goddamn brilliant. I mean, but this, with the sax thing at the end and everything, yeah. and then her the, vocals come up more in the end, and it just... Dude, it really sounds like them. It's like the best Hold Steady song that they didn't fucking write. Like, And it has less lyrics than Craig because that dude's like very wordy. He's like very early Springsteen. Like if you listen to the first few Springsteen albums, sometimes it feels like Bruce was trying to like cram as many fucking words in as he could, you know? Hmm. So, um, which I love. I still, I mean, those, all the... Early stuff is uh, some of my favorite records ever. So I'm not saying that is a bad thing. And the Hold Steady is that way. I mean, that dude just really, there's a lot of fucking lyrics, you know. He kind of, I feel like he's trying to say, like he's going to say what he wants to say. Yeah. 
yeah. and not let the amount of time he has to say it get in his way. He's just like, fuck it if it doesn't flow, <laughs> you know? But then because of that, it's like so fucking cool because it does flow in kind of its own unique way. That's something that, like, I'm not too familiar with that early spring scene. But, like, the few times I've heard of Panic at the Disco song, it sounds like that guy's just actually, like, saying words. Or he's, like... Like, he's, like, fuck the song. In that and same I'm just kind gonna, of style, yeah. yeah. I've never listened of... to Panic at the Disco. Well, I have, I guess. It's been a long time ago. Somebody told me, like, yeah. oh, you should listen to them if you like blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Okay, and I checked him out, and I was like, no. It's probably not even related to what you were thinking. No, I think it was, somebody was like, oh, if you like the Killers, you should check out Panic at the Disco, and I listened to it, and I was like, what the fuck? No. Yeah. I don't get where the fuck you got this idea, but but that was about it. Like, I, I don't even remember. That was at least ten years ago, so I don't even remember what the fuck they sounded like. But, uh, it wasn't Diamond one that you really liked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I brought this thing. Because like, you were like talking about how much yeah. you liked that one, and I was like, really? and that was another one on here that was kind of like, meh, to me, like it's okay, but it's the uplifting thing. It's those positive lyrics. It, it is the uplifting thing. So you I need think. inspiration, apparently. Yeah, see, here, here's the thing. is like... I'm into all that. I wasn't sure if I should rant on bastard this. bastard shit. Or something. Like, I wasn't sure if I should just totally like... Ran on this, but now you gave me an opening. Well, uh, it's your show too, Andy. So just but with Jimmy, <laughs> say yeah. what you got to say. Yeah, yeah, damn it, it is. This was my idea for this podcast. Too. Yeah, but um, I think Jimmy Eat World, they like speak to me, and I even put down that it's like chicken soup for my soul or something. Because I think why I got back into them or whatever, or when the friend recommended them to me again, it seemed like. That Damage album came out, and it was like, I was getting over some girl. And that's what all of the songs seem to be about, these adult, like, relationship kind of breakup songs. Hmm. Like, the title track, Damage, and then Appreciation, like, was another one. And it was basically talking about, uh, like, trying to connect with people or something, but, like, you people have walls put up and stuff. And it's like, yeah, it's like, Hard to meet someone, and then even that all the way stay is kind of like that. It's like, when you meet someone, how do you let them know that you like them? That's basically the chorus. Hmm. But then if you stay, we could go all the way. or something. So that's kind of what that is. It's like looking at adult relationships and trying to connect or something. So then when this album came out, I, was, I feel like I'm at some place where I'm trying to be more positive. And now, yeah, these songs are more positive, so maybe that does kind of fit with me. Because even that like Diamond one, it was like I was actually like I had kind of overlooked like these few songs on the album. And then yesterday morning, I was like, all right, I'm gonna kind of sit down with this and listen to the second half more. And that Diamond, he's like, uh, when I find myself awake, I'll put my thoughts down on a page. Half asleep, I'll make a list. Then read back all my greatest hits. Uh, should meditate? Yeah. Uh, should work out more? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of flabby. Uh, should I read was going to say something, actually, Andy. No. <laughs> uh, should read until my brain gets sore. Uh, and then meet someone, uh, go far away, and try being socially less strange. Yeah, 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 I'm socially strange. 
And then he said, that's how a diamond grows. You give yourself the right chance over time. Don't believe them if they're trying to sell you something quicker. And then something about how he cut at least half of his friends, but no one noticed. Uh, I thought at last I'd breathe easy, but then I've thought a lot of things. Yeah. So, I don't know. It seemed like they kind of cracked my head open and, like, put my thoughts onto a page. Well, I guess that's, you know, that's what makes music special, right? Like, people feel like, you always yeah. hear people say that, like, oh, I felt like you just, they wrote that just for me. That's why music's so fucking cool, because, you know. And then after I thought that, I'm like, shit, do I sound like a psychopath? And then my head started going, like, well, shit, that's how some people are psychopaths. They're like, <laughs> man, this band wrote this song just for me. And then they try seeing, like, subliminal messages in there. And you, you know, and then isn't that why Dimebag Daryl got killed? Just because some dude's like, man, I totally connected with Pantera and you broke him up. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> like, I guess. Not, I don't remember what the I'm whole deal. Like I think that. it was like some psycho Quite fan. Psychotic, yeah. but like, I mean, like, I felt kind of weird. Like, maybe I connect too much with this. Yeah, man. If Jimmy World breaks up, please do not. Yeah. Don't go fucking crazy, okay? I can't do I'll this podcast myself. i or something. <laughs> can't do this podcast myself. Oh, man, I got too deep. Oh, shit. You did, man. I'm fucking nervous to even talk any more about this. <laughs> oh, hopefully I like the next Alter Bridge record. Is Andy going to snap on me? I felt like <laughs> we probably talked about all the stuff that I really dug with this record. I don't know if there was any other tracks that... Oh, wait, what about the last one? Congratulations. You know what? I thought sonically that was really fucking cool. But the song itself just kind of bored me. Oh, yeah? Had a cool... I like the... It goes into something kind of different in the middle. Yeah. You know? And that was cool, but... I don't know. Recommit was another one that was just like, God, man, that one bored me to tears. Yeah. Like, it needed to pick up, and even when it picks up, it just didn't pick up. Yeah, that's why I wanted to sit with that last... Or second half of the album more, because I feel like... I was like, eh, Recommit's all right. Yeah. Love uh, Never that, was kind of cool. Yeah, that Love Never was something they put out last year. They put out like a single, I guess, Love Never. Right. And then there was something called Half Heart that was like an acoustic-y kind of thing. So I was wondering why Half Heart mm. wasn't on the album. Yeah, I do um, remember that Love now that you Never say that. Was. But um, I thought Congratulations was like really awesome and I don't know if you even listened to the last album or remember it but it seemed like for some weird reason like a Jimmy Eat World and Alter Bridge both put out an album like three years ago in the fall I think within a week of each other and now it's funny that they're on the same day they keep seeming to be on like a three year cycle around the same time hmm. but uh maybe they talk and they're like hey you know, hey. we're working up some new material. Why don't you guys work up some new material? Let's put out a record. Yeah, let's put out just for this Andy guy. <clears throat> it's like a teamwork thing. Because yeah. if Andy, if we don't, then Andy's going to go fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, really. But um, on that last album, though, they had some song called Pass the Baby. What? Yeah, like, and it was that. some kind of like electronic-y thing. Like it almost kind of sounds like 555, but then it just goes into some heavy like guitar thing at the end or something and I thought that Congratulations was kind of a better 
uh, version of that past the baby almost like the last album was like a rough draft and then they really just cut loose on uh, this one right because like uh, i don't know if you'd like past the baby or not but i'd have to listen to it again to remember it it's kind of the same way where it just kind of builds up and then they just the title of that song is kind of disturbing man have you ever seen the movie mother no with jennifer lawrence it's a crazy fucking movie and for some reason, when you say past the baby, I just think of this scene at the end that anyone listening that's seen that movie will know what I'm talking about. It's super fucked up. I won't go into it, but I don't want to ruin the movie for you. All right. It is a good movie. You should watch it. Um, Maybe we need a movie podcast, too. Is that a horror movie? I would not call it a horror movie, no. I mean, people prop, some people would probably say it is, but it's not. It's more of kind of a it's an art house flick like it's. Oh, I thought you were gonna say pass the baby for like a sacrifice and they're all just kind of like. Well, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Passing around to suck its blood. Yeah, you're not far <laughs> off. It's oh, really? kind of yeah. That's why I was saying I didn't want to get into it because it's pretty fucked up and uh-huh. disturbing. But the movie, uh, I don't want to ruin it for you. That kind of does ruin it, though. That is kind of the that was the scene at the end of the movie where everybody was like walking out of theaters and stuff, and there was like a big kind of outrage like people oh, were yeah. bitching about it online and stuff and but you know if you watch if Mother, you did it have danzig on the it did no it didn't <laughs> but if you watch it it's it's a neat movie because it's i don't know it's very uh the whole thing's kind of like a metaphor for um the bible Basically, I mean, it is, it's, I don't want to get into it. It'd be too hard to just sum it up in a quick little rant, but it's a, it's a really interesting movie. You have to kind of watch it to understand. And it's like, I didn't pick up on a lot of the things until the end of the movie. You know, when you see that, you kind of start figuring it all out and then everything else in the first half of the movie starts making sense. Like, oh shit, that's okay. Yeah. But whatever. Um, Anyhow, we'll get off that rant. Maybe. Maybe I need some bourbon and coffee after that Jimmy World. Uh, you need some bourbon in that coffee. I was actually just thinking that I probably need a uh, Bloody Mary before we start talking about the fucking Bad Wolves record. Like, uh, so, and I need to take a piss. Yeah. So let's pause. We'll come back. Pass the baby here. Officially done with our uh, break. We're we're recording right now. Record. Sorry, we just had this conversation while we were mixing these uh, fine Bloody Marys, and uh, it was a really stupid conversation. But I kind of wish it was recorded. Yeah, because so. that's what I I do. <laughs> I think dumb thoughts. Uh, it was good. It was a good time. We were discussing the word record and record. Yeah. And they're spelled the same, and they're like the same. But if you say, hey, I have a new record, it sounds like you're a hillbilly. Record. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is what happens. Andy takes one sip of a drink, and it becomes a whole new show. (laughs) 
Now it's going to be fun because we're drinking. We got started at like 9 o'clock this morning, and I told Andy, I said, ah, we're not going to drink. Not that early. Well, an hour in and a couple cups of coffee and everything. I, I don't know if I'm I a feel pussy, like it's justified. This, uh, it tastes like just drinking a whole bottle of hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a habanero Bloody Mary mix, and I can't... Mm. I can't remember the name now. I don't have the bottle down here. Otherwise, I would have name dropped and tried to get us another sponsor. Yeah. yeah. So what are we going to next? Are we uh, we going to tackle this Bad Wolves record? Yeah, I got quite a bit of notes, maybe. Well, then you can you can take the fucking wheel on this one because <laughs> I have like one note, dude. You got so close to the microphone when you laugh too. Like, look at that shit. Damn, dude, people's ears it out like a people's eardrums are gonna blow out. Yeah, Andy is a Metallica record. We should master it really. Yeah, like the only thing I really have to say about the Bad Wolves record was that the highlight for me was the outro of the last song because it was the first sign of hope that the fucking record was gonna end. (laughs) (laughs) I just didn't like. You know, there was like nothing offensively bad about it, other than the fact that it was just bad. Like, but it all kind of went by like. It went by like a wash, kind of like I said about the Ultra Bridge thing, except it was just like not good. Mm. <laughs> you know, I'm not comparing it to Ultra Bridge, but well, these guys are Five Finger Death Punch approved. Did you know that? I did. Yeah. I saw I saw the uh, the post that Bad Wolves. What was it? They said something about how Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah, is making rock exciting or something. Yeah. I actually read the article, I think, because I Such wanted to know why. Because it was, I guess, uh, the singer says that uh, this um, um, Zoltan guy in Five Finger Death Punch, he's like the guitar player, he uh, he, he basically kind of helped them get a record deal or something. And I've noticed that mm-hmm. I think that they've been the opening band on their tour or something. Like, I haven't seen Five Finger Death Punch in a while, but I just saw that they were on tour um, last year, and this Bad Wolves opened up for them, like, in Moline. And then now they're doing something where they're coming here for, like, that, like, Nutcracker thing at the Civic Center, and it's, like, Five Finger Death Punch with Bad Wolves opening. Then they're even doing, like, a tour in the UK, which is uh, Five Finger Death Punch, Megadeth, and then Bad Wolves. <sighs> Why? So it's like, I don't know if Why they're... put that shit on the fucking bill with Megadeth? God damn yeah. it. I don't know. So now if I want to go see Megadeth, i got to sit through two fucking five-finger death punches. Well, then you'd have to go... Basically. Uh, well, you'd have to go to the UK, I guess. Oh. But no, actually, Megadeth is in the middle. They're the middle band. What? Yeah, which I thought was weird, but I guess... Five-finger death punch is probably bigger than Megadeth right now, sadly. Yeah, and probably because Megadeth, I guess... People are stupid. Goes back uh, to Dave's cancer thing. or something. Maybe he doesn't want to mm-hmm. do a whole headlining thing to kind of ease back into it. That's right. the only way I could think of it. It's like... Jesus, what a shame. But, uh... What kind of world are we living in? It's where fucking five-finger death punch is put up here on this fucking pedestal. And it's like, yeah, let's just have Megadeth open for him. Yeah. It's like, who? Just fuck. I think it's called the Megadeth Punch Tour. Jesus. Which Megadeth is first in that, right? So why aren't they? Yeah, sounds more like the Mega Dick Punch to fucking Dave Mustaine, man. I 
I don't know. Although that band really, like, I mean, Megadeth, yeah. I'm a fan. But at this point, it's just Dave Mustaine and whoever the fuck he hires yeah. for that record and that tour, so... Hey, well, he's got uh, that Dave Elfson's been back for, Is like, he? ten years. Yeah, I guess Almost. he has been. Eh, whatever. But, uh... But um, what I thought was, like... I had never really listened to this Bad Wolves band before, but I know that, yeah, last year when they uh, came out, their hit or their first single was like a cover of the Cranberry Zombie. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Yeah. I did hear that. Now yeah. that you say that, I remember listening to it and being just mad that I wasted my time listening to it. Yeah. Like, I didn't know who the guys were, but then I saw that guy's picture on the article, and I think he's like some big, beefy, like, I don't know, power lifter or something, mm. and he's got like a mohawk and he's got tattoos on his head where he doesn't have the mohawk. I was and gonna I was, say they sound like somebody's got a tattoo on their fucking head or neck or something. Yeah, so like I just I wrote down I feel like how there was band of skulls and band of horses, they're actually band of Batistas, and I felt <laughs> like maybe like I'm picturing all the guys in the band being these huge ripped dudes, and they can like barely. Uh, they're so jacked up that they can barely play the guitar because their arms just don't even move. <laughs> they're just like bah, playing up. We should clip. probably oh, start. They... We should probably start doing like posting videos too, like recording <laughs> this to put up on YouTube. Because whatever that rock stance was with your guitar, was <laughs> yeah, his arms awesome. are so huge that like he can't even. It was the highlight guitar. of this show, and nobody could even fucking see it, man. Band of Batistas. I want to like. I want to see that now. (laughs) Bad Wolves. Yeah, I got nothing. Like, it's a cool name, kind of. Like, I kind of want this band to not be what they are. Yeah. I want them to be kind of like how you want Band of Skulls to be, like, a metal band. I want Bad Wolves to to not not, be bad. (laughs) To not be a shitty metal band. Like, I don't even know. I just didn't care. This is just a record where it's like I put it on and I listen to it and I'm like... Yeah. I just don't give two fucks about anything I'm listening to. It's like heavy, 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 heavy. And then, yeah. Ooh, pussy ass chorus where I'm going to sing. Like, didn't that shit get old? Like, I mean, they've kind of wore out that whole yeah. formula, right? Like, heavy, 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 poppy chorus. I'm singing. Now I'm scream, 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 scream. Sing. Like, I just don't fucking want to listen to that shit anymore, you know? That's what I thought, too. Like, there's some song that especially, like, uh, sums that up. is like, I think, Foe or Friend or Friend or Foe, whatever the song was. And it's got, like, right out of the gate, it started with that Chad Gray, you know, scream. And then it goes into some, like, rappy, like, he's, like, spitting out all these, like, raps or something. And it just sounded like Mudvayne or something from, like, 15 years ago. And then Hell Yeah is the same way. And it just... And I think there's even that, what is that, that double bass drum where it's like... Right. There's that, like, all over the song. And I'm like, we this just seemed like the most cliched rock song like I've ever heard, and I just hated it. But I could... I want you to do the kick drum sound again. <laughs> I don't know. That was pretty awesome. Um, we need Eric Yarbrough in here to just lay down. He can, he can double kick. He can yeah. do some double kick. I can too. You want to see? I'll just go get on the drum set, and we'll, I'll just do a drum solo for the people right now. Not really. Although no. Eric's probably so good, he could I, do that with one foot or something. Probably could. He could do a double. I would have to because I don't even own a foot. double bass pedal. And really, I have a drum set sitting over there, and 
I'm about the shittiest drummer you've ever seen in your life. So <laughs> you would think I'd be like pretty good. Like I have a drum set sitting there. Like yeah. why wouldn't I learn to fucking play? Yeah. But it's, it's just for other people. It's just for my drummer. It's just to a come conversation in and, piece. Yeah. Yeah. No one actually plays that. My drummer brings in his own kit every time we rehearse, and uh, not really. That's what it's pretty much there for. Otherwise, I wouldn't have it sitting over there taking up the space, to be honest with you. But I'm running out of space down here in this fucking place. <laughs> Keep collecting shit. <clears throat> yeah, then there was a song in here, too, that I wanted to, like, make mention of called Sober. And I actually, when I heard that song, like, I was listening to this in my car yesterday. And I think I just drove around a little bit extra just to kind of listen to the album to kind of get it all in. And when I hit sober, I forgot I was listening to Bad Wolves. Like, it sounded like one of the current country songs because it's got that kind of like, it almost sounds like some electronic thing. And he's kind of like, snap. it's got that snap or like clap. Old Town Road or whatever that fucking song is <clears throat> that everybody's talking about. Like, I don't even know what the fuck that song is. I don't know. It sounded like every single country song that's out now. Was there a pickup truck? I don't even know. I just wanted to turn it off so bad. See that kind of clap kind of thing or whatever that is? Yeah. That right there should tell the listeners all they need to know. Yeah. Like that 10-second clip's like, yeah, I'd never listen to that fucking record. Yeah. Never. Yeah, some people think it's cool. You know? Motherfuckers wearing Affliction shirts have to listen to something. So... What else are they gonna do, you know? Yeah, there was even one too. I thought like I'm I probably made too many notes on this, but like uh there's one song I think it's the I think I mentioned it when talking about Alter Bridge. It's that Killing Me Slowly song. That's the one I guess is their single. And it sounds just like the one Alter Bridge song, because it's got like an electronic the same kind of electronic y intro, and they both do some kind of hushed vocals and then boom the song kicks in and it's like hmm. that's that's then how I related Alter Bridge to whatever's on the X now I'm like man they're kind of doing the same thing hmm. so hmm. I think I'd say to go back to it um, if you want to listen to an Alter Bridge album that I thought was like their best it's it's called Fortress Okay. I think it came out it was like the fourth album. It was like a couple albums ago. But it's got more of like a dynamic thing. Instead of everything sounding too processed, I think there's some uh, kind of like <coughs> a little bit maybe more variety in that right. album. I'll maybe give it a shot. This might have been my only go with an Alter Bridge record. I don't uh, know. Probably. I guess I don't blame you. I so. mean, I give, I'll give. i give it a shot. I'll put yeah. it on when I'm doing something and don't have anything better to do. Like when I'm, you know, doing yeah. a, when I'm painting down here or something, maybe I'll throw it on and yeah. have it just, you know, while I'm doing something. But I just, they're one of those bands that I, I can't sit and listen to them and just for the sake of listening to them, you know? Okay. Yeah, cause cause I get what you're saying, cause like especially with Miles' vocals and stuff. Yeah, and it doesn't draw me in. I mean, whereas you know this 
bad wolves. I almost called them band of wolves because <laughs> you just keep bringing up band of skulls. Band of skulls. So, ba- you know what? We should start a new band and call it Band of Wolf Skulls. <laughs> I feel like that'd be badass because you, then you already have a logo. You yeah. just find a picture of a fucking wolf skull uh-huh. and you just put that on there and it looks fucking cool. Yeah, bet we need band of something. It's got to be one word because just band of... Band of fuck. Yeah. I don't know why that just came to me. <laughs> why that would be a thing. Jesus, you should probably edit that out. That might be the dumbest thing I've said to date. Band of fuck. <laughs> Band of fuck. <laughs> hey, but that, we do have a skull right there. That does, yeah. Yeah, we can't call it Band of Skulls, though. Well, here's what we'll do. I'll, we'll just call it Band of Skulls, and then if they try to sue us for the name, I'll be like, look, your honor... They just aren't fucking heavy. They're not heavy enough. <laughs> They're for not the heavy name. enough for that name. They're I fucking mean. that name up. And then we'll just play some band of skulls around and he'll shit his pants. Yeah. And be like, see? Yeah. All yes, right. Yes, that is some pants shit and metal right there. You're right. You win. Band we'll, of skulls should like now be so heavy like the wall, like the paint peels off the walls. We'll just we'll just take the S off. And we'll just call it band of skull. Yeah. Yeah. The Band of Skull. The Band of Skull. Band of Skulls with a Z, because that's what is super metal, like corn with a K, you know? So yeah. you are not doing the same thing. The Z, though. Band of Skulls! <laughs> I don't know. That might take the heaviness away from it. <clears throat> Jesus, are we really talking about this? We've only had like Band two, of skulls. two we'll sips of our drink, and we're already just way the fuck out of there. I mean... Or throw an umlaut over the U. It's, it's different, right? And it's metal. Yeah, there's always a there's always some fucking loophole around this shit. Do we want to move away from this this metal conversation and uh, one more band thing, of wolves? I think if you put a U on it, it makes it it changes the uh, sound. So it'd be like band of school, right? I think I think it changes it to an O sound. Did I just did I put way more vodka in your? drink or what, what maybe happened, it's man? all vodka <laughs> just yeah i think you got you put some bourbon in that coffee after all maybe i don't maybe maybe i just cut loose actually it's not even the alcohol it's just me like it's my just, inner thoughts just come out this is how i am all the time brent i know believe me i know do we want to talk about this neil young record i guess i mean it's on the agenda we got to get around to it at some point. I would like to see Neil Young and Band of Skulls do a collaboration. (laughs) Um, So yeah, new record from Neil Young, Colorado. Record. A new record from Neil Young (laughs) called Colorado, or Colorado. No one calls it that. Um, So I don't have much to Colorado. There you go. Colorado? Colorado. Colorado? Mm-hmm. What the fuck are we talking about at this point? Uh, well, I saw that it's his uh, 39th album. 39th album. That's fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. Man, you know, Neil Young is one of those that I'm not like a super fan by any means. And he's one of those guys that's like on my list of artists that I want to check out more. Because I own some of his stuff, but I just kind of own like... Yeah. The hits and stuff, you know. Cinnamon Girl. Yeah, I mean, I've got like a few things on CD. I don't know if I have anything on vinyl. I, 
whatever. He's an artist I respect. I listen to his stuff. I'm like, yeah, I dig it. But I just, for some reason, I've never dove deep into his stuff. And this record actually made me think, like, fuck, man. Why haven't I? Because I guess, I mean, this is, I really like this record. Might have been my favorite out of the batch. The Jimmy World I really liked. But I really like this record. See, I felt like I keep... For those of you listening that can't see the expression on Andy's face, when I said that, he looked at me like I was a fucking moron. <laughs> well, no, it's like... <laughs> he said shit and just I'm, looked at me like I was retarded. I don't know, like, I want to like this guy. But then, yeah, 39 albums. It seems like a fucking chore. Like, you know, like, I'd like to go back and listen to that guy. That'd be a lot of records like, to go back and listen to. Yeah, like, I don't have the time for that. No. Ever. Well, you might. I mean, dude, Motorhead has something crazy like that. And I think I pretty yeah, much own Yeah, but they're own... badass, though. Yeah, but a lot of people think Neil Young's badass, you know? A lot of people are wrong. Well, I don't know. Oh, but then Old is, man's that, a great is that counting song? Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young? Because it he might. has some of those? Or does he have like 45 albums now because of I don't know. counting those? I don't know. I have to look it up, and I'm not that interested mm. in figuring it out. I mean, he just seems like a cool, you know... He's kind of this fucking radical old motherfucker, you know, and he's still out there, like, fucking shaking his fist at the man. Yeah. You know? And this record cracks me up because it just has some of those, you know, super liberal... Yeah. Like, he's speaking out against everything that's kind of going on in the world nowadays. Um, I yeah, really one about the rainbow or the colors. Yeah, the rainbow of colors. Yeah. Yeah, I like the... The line, um, what is it? There's a rainbow of colors. What's he say? There's a rainbow of colors in the. Sorry, I've only got the USA or something. Yeah, I don't. I I know. But then he says, you know, no one's gonna whitewash those colors away. I like that. I mean, I don't want to get into any political views on this, but this is a pretty political record, you know, and. With everything going on, the mentality in the world right now and stuff, which we could have a whole entire separate discussion on. Um, I thought I, it just yeah, but then there's probably going to be whether I really cool. like side with him and think like yeah. you know I I just I'll say this I think certain things are over embellished and exaggerated yeah. right now and. Uh, I think that maybe the current situation with racism is exaggerated a little bit. But nonetheless, this goes back to when we were talking about... um, The Black Star Riders and Guns. Black Star Riders, yeah. Thank you, because I was just drawing a blank. Um, But yeah, I was saying, you know, how no matter what the political view is, whether I'd agree with it or not, or blah, 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 you know, as long as it's a well-written song... It's a fucking well-written song. Yeah. And this is like an example of that. Like, um, I think this is just a well-written song. Like, he did a good job with this. No matter what, you know, your political stance is, what your, whether you think that, you know, I mean, obviously, this is talking about racism. Racism is obviously a horrible thing. I guess the point I'm making is whether or not the... 
it's exaggerated right now in the world. You know what I mean? Like, because there's so much focus on just the, uh, Trump's stance on illegal immigrants and and everything. And it all kind of goes into that. And I don't want to get too carried away talking about that because there's just a lot of gray area and all of that. And there's a lot of people that feel really strongly that, you know, Trump's just being an asshole and that's a terribly racist thing. And, but then, you know, there's a lot of people that kind of are super extreme in the sense of being like, no, you need to go back to your fucking country, go back to where you fucking came from kind of thing, which is, you know, pretty hurtful. I mean, because this is a country built on that, yeah. on people coming from fucking everywhere. But there's all that gray area in between, like, that fucking person that's that has that mentality and whether illegal immigrants, because it's, you know, they're here illegally, yeah. Whatever. It's the it's the whole discussion, right, going on right now in the world. Back and forth all the time, and everybody's just all hateful towards each other about it. So that's why I don't really want to get into it and discuss, like, my personal thoughts on it or anything. But my point is, this is obviously a song that is written about that. And I think, like, he did a great job. Like, it's a good song. Like, it's just a good song. So even if you're, like, one of those people that feels strongly like no i think you know if if you're here illegally you just need to go back to your fucking country like if that's just your mindset then whatever to each their own but you can't listen to this song and not say that's a well executed oh i agree i song. thought it was probably the highlight of the album yeah. but i thought as i was listening to it people online would probably be like why are you going to preach to me? You're from Canada. You're not even from this country either. <laughs> right. Well, but he's saying, like, you know, that's what makes this country what it is, is the rainbow of colors. Yeah. All the fucking yeah. different nationalities that have moved here over the years, and that's what makes America America. And you're never going to whitewash that away, you know? Yeah, because like you're saying, and it's like I thought of that like in high school or something. Like, yeah, basically... Like, the original Americans, the Native Americans, are like Indians. So, really, like, anybody that's white wasn't really from here anyways. Right. That's a good point. And this is a... It's all obvious things here. I mean... Yeah. We don't have to get in and discuss that kind of shit. Because we're here to talk about the music and whatnot. But, but I think that this is just an example... Of a it's man. still relevant. We're still talking about the album. Right. So. I mean, he's just a man that can do... Some people are good at being political and some just aren't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some people can bring their political beliefs and their religious beliefs and whatever into music. And they can create really great songs with that. And other people take that kind of subject matter and force it into their music and then it's not yeah you know it doesn't come off as honest or it's just real fucking generic or you know that's how i felt about that black star rider song that we referenced like it just felt forced it felt generic yeah i can see that because really like none of their <laughs> other songs are like topical right well and this is just a guy who like you know he's just an americana singer songwriter roots Guy, I mean, in this song itself, Rainbow of Colors sounds like, you know, 
this land is your land. You know, it sounds like old Pete Seeger type yeah. folk music. Like it's like, you know, <clears throat> like you could see like kids in a classroom singing the song. Like you go, Aww. like you go to, you know what I mean? Like you go to, uh, uh, Jesus, what's the fucking word I'm looking for? A kindergarten or like <laughs> a school pageant? Right. Not a pageant, but like a. Uh, the school. Jesus, man. Uh, singing... What the fuck did I put uh, in I these drinks? Competition, but it's, it's not, not a competition. It's like the... What is that? Man, I have kids in school and I can't even fuck. I. It's not like I don't go to these things. Uh, the winter concert or something. Yeah, right? fuck it. We'll just call yeah. it that. Jeez, man. <laughs> I had this problem at work the other day. There was like some simple word. I just couldn't think of it. And I'm looking at my boss going, trying <laughs> to tell him like, a story. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I can't think of the word. Oh, record? No, that wasn't it. Um, Jesus, that's going to that's gonna bug me. I've got to stop talking about it. Otherwise, I'm going to spend the next 10 minutes. People, do, people are just going to have to listen to me dwell on this word that I can't fucking think of. <laughs> that's so ridiculous. But, yeah. So I could just see, like, a bleacher full of kids, like, singing yeah. the chorus to this. Like, it has that kind of vibe. It's sweet. It is. It's <laughs> like an endearing thing, though. Like, you know, there's not many people that could actually write a song like this and have that kind of chorus yeah. and pull it off. You know, like, if I sat down and wrote a song like this, like, I don't know, it just would suck, I'm sure. People would be like, dude, what the fuck, man? <laughs> well, you can't even think of the word that you want. So yeah. So how would I ever write a song? Because <laughs> at this point, I can't even. Jesus. Um, but no, I. We could probably spend too much time talking about this one song. There's a lot of other great moments. I thought, like the opening track, "Think of Me." It's kind of just like a standard Americana rock kind of, you know, like. See when I opened. It didn't, when I wanted to listen to the album and I pulled it up, like I was like, eh, Neil Young, I guess I'll listen to it. But I actually liked that first song. I thought it was yeah. actually kind of good. It's good. But then the yeah. second song, I think, is like, She Showed Me Love. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm sitting on the couch and I've got my phone kind of charging and plugged in. And I was like, is this song going to end? And then I kind of picked up my phone. I think I was doing something else. And the song is still playing and I'm like, oh my God. The song's been going for seven minutes, and there's still six minutes left, and it is the same thing. There's like nothing to it other. Than, I'm like, did this song need to be? It didn't need to be. That it needed long? to be way later in the record, I think. Yeah. For it to be the second song, it's like, man. Or just chopped up. We just a weird spot to put it. Because at least talking about did. Jimmy Eat World, like if they had a longer song. I think there was like at least some change to it. Yeah. You know, they kicked in with like a drum solo or something. This song kind of just has weird lyrics and it just kind of... went on. What are some of the quotes? Like, I like the way it kind of starts off, though. I do like it. You might say I'm an old white guy. I'm an old white guy. <laughs> like, it was such a weird, like... It's like, yeah, you might say I'm an old white guy, but guess what? I'm an old white guy. <laughs> okay, Neil. That was... Pretty fucking poetic, buddy. But he's got these weird, like, yeah, where he says, like, I saw white guys trying to kill Mother Nature, you know? And then there is kind of, like, this cool guitar solo, which I did like. I like his playing. Like, he kind of, I don't know. It's like I listen to his playing. He's kind of hesitating before he goes into each note, you know? Like, he's unsure of what he's going to play. It felt, like, kind of spontaneous in a way. Wow. I really like that. 
just had a cool feel to it and everything. <laughs> I'm an old white guy. But then he goes like <laughs> he goes into this other part like at the end he had this lyric that was so weird to me. It stood out to me every time I listened to this song. I was weirded out by it. It said, "I saw Mother Nature pushing Earth in a baby carriage." What? Man, I don't know what fucking Neil was smoking, man, but he he was smoking some shit when he wrote this song, you know. And I feel like maybe at the beginning of writing it, he just was sober because he had nothing really to say. He's just kind of like, yeah, you might say I'm an old white guy. Well, I'm an old white guy. <laughs> but then by the end of it, he's like, I saw Mother Nature pushing Earth in a baby carriage. What? Why did I not even hear this stuff? Maybe I just totally tuned it out. You must have because I thought it was <laughs> like kind of the standout brilliance of the record. Like not necessarily like in a good way, kind of in a goofy way. It sounds like some Iggy Pop lyrics or something. Yeah, it should have probably been on that same record, whatever that one was. Record. The the record. <laughs> what was that? What was the Iggy Pop record that we talked about? Uh, I forget the name of it. I'm gonna start pronouncing shit weird. But it was a. Uh... Free. Free. Yeah. Free. I want to be free. I want to be free. <laughs> Um, Help Me Lose My Mind was a cool song on here, though. It reminded me of Rocky Erickson. Are you a Rocky Erickson fan? It just had a Rocky Erickson I know vibe. of the Ghost song and then the one that you covered. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, I don't think you've released that. I haven't, but I'm going to tell oh. you what. I'm pretty sure people listening oh. aren't really on the edge of their fucking seats giving a shit about what songs I put out. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> Sorry. No, that's fine. I gave me a chance to kind of take a fucking shot at myself for once. I sit on here and talk shit about all, the, all these other artists. It's just... It'd only, be, uh, it'd only be right to talk shit about myself from time to time, too. Keep that level level playing field here, you know. Um, I mean, I'm no bad wolves, but, you know, I'm pretty badass. Help me lose my mind. Yeah, it's just that's about the only thing I have to say about it. It was a cool song. I didn't. It wasn't like my favorite, but I liked the uh, old school like Night of the Vampire era Rocky Erickson kind of hmm. kind of vibe it has going. You should listen to Rocky Erickson. He's interesting. Maybe I should. Some interesting lyrics. He's a weirdo. He's a fucking well. He's dead now, so he was hmm. a weirdo. So, um, and then green is blue. I like that pretty fragile kind of ballad kind of thing. I mean, he sounds, Neil for a long time has really kind of had that fragile voice. Like he's always kind of sounded like a fragile old man, you know? I feel like he sounds like Mr. Haney on Green Acres. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Maybe it's the same guy. Was it Neil? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I just, it was, I don't know. Some of the ballads on here I really, really liked. Like there was such a, he just sounds so fragile and you know, something about it just pulled you in and made you listen to it. Maybe not you, because I realized that as I'm telling you this, <laughs> you're looking at me like, yeah, I didn't really yeah. give a fuck. I didn't hardly I listen to any of this shit. My notebook. <laughs> but, you know, Shut It Down was like another, he had like a couple political songs on there. Mm. Shut It Down was another one. And, uh, I think that one was kind of more uh, 
God, I didn't really take a bunch of notes on this one, but... We took I more did. than Bad Wolves. No, I took a decent amount of notes on the whole record, I guess, but the Shut It Down song, I didn't write anything down for some reason, but I think that was the one where it was kind of more of a, talking about like global warming and stuff and climate mm-hmm. change and that whole crisis. And I think that he had that Greta girl do like a guest death metal vocal on this song too i'm just kidding <laughs> I was like, but what? for some reason i just thought of that and have you seen it's off topic but have you seen the fucking death metal remix of her speech no oh I my haven't. god I think I dude i saw it maybe come by when i was scrolling facebook dude it is the been... fucking greatest thing i've ever seen because if you've watched that speech like she makes just these agonizing faces the whole time she's talking and right. so and so she starts her speech, you know, it starts talking and then this fucking death metal song kicks in all heavy and everything. And her, her voice is like detuned. Like they did something to her voice where they like tuned it down and it's all like kind of distorted and stuff. And so it's like, how dare you, you know, but the whole time she's making this, she's making these agonizing faces. Like it's fucking awesome. It's seriously half the time I'm on Facebook and watching this shit on the internet, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing with my time? This is such a fucking waste of time. I am gaining nothing scrolling yeah. through here. But that was one of those moments where I was like, this is the greatest fucking thing I've ever seen. I have to text this to, like, everyone I know. I'm really surprised that I didn't me. text it to you. Uh, I only texted it to, like, two people. Uh, they were guys I work with. So, yeah. I guess that's... uh. I'll have to check totally out. off to topic. Episode with just that. Oh, dude, it was fucking <laughs> awesome. Yeah, edited in there for people to hear because it was like, it's just amazing. It was one of those moments where, okay, okay, Facebook, <laughs> you came through for me today. <laughs> now I don't feel like such a piece of shit for wasting way too much time online, dicking around with my phone in my hand. God. But that's a separate rant too. Yeah, because I feel you. Usually it's just people like. Yeah. I don't know, taking selfies, like nobody can see that, but I mean. Right. Yeah. It's just all selfies or cats or, you know, dumb shit. Just dumb shit. Dumb stuff I don't care about. So why am I still sitting here? Dude. It's a sickness. I do it. Eternity. It was a piano ballad. It kind of was kind of poppy. I really liked that one. It sounded like doorbells ringing. (laughs) Doorbells. Uh, damn it. You didn't like this, did you? This was, I wanted to like it. This was me, like, forcing you to... This was, like, this was like your altar bridge. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's like the episode ended the way that it began. Me, like, talking up, like, altar bridge, and you're like, eh, I hate that Miles Kennedy. And I'm just like... <laughs> I don't hate him. He seems like a nice guy. And then it flips, and you're like, you got so much to say, and I'm just like, next. Oh, wait, there isn't anything next. Yeah, there's nothing. This was it. This was where we were ending. But yeah, I don't, I mean, I didn't write too much more about this. I mean, it was just a solid record that I enjoyed. Sometimes I feel like when I really enjoy it, I have less to say. I want, like, if I really hate it, those are the fun ones. Like, half the time, I want to hate the fuck out of these records or records for that matter. (laughs) Just because it would be, like, more fun to just sit here and just talk a ton of shit, just be a dickhead and drink our drinks and 
you know. But we'll have those opportunities. Yeah, like the bad wolves. Like bad wolves. Yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't. God, it was like bad wolves. I just didn't even have anything funny to say. It was like, it's just just dog shit. And then that big fucking beefed up bodybuilder singer is going to kick my ass if he ever hears this episode, but... Yeah, like, I feel if I did have a Planet Fitness membership, like, people would just be waiting to uh, kill me when I'm go- uh, in there. Hmm. I do have a Planet Fitness membership, so... So thanks. Now I'm not going to be going back. So, yeah, I don't... I Do was another song I did like on... I made a note of how much I liked that. Another acoustic... That was That was the other acoustic ballad that, you know, I enjoyed. It kind of pulled me in and... It was, uh, I mean, look, Neil Young, he's not sexy. Never was. Mm. Sure as hell ain't now. I mean, how old is he? He's got to be like fucking 80. I don't know. Right? Like, he's old. This motherfucker's old. I did see something else where it said that this Nils um, Lofgren. Oh, yeah. He he came back because he wanted to, like, I guess they did some shows together recently. And then that Nils is like, yeah, let's do an album. So he reunited with him. And I think they said this is the first album they've done in 50 years. 50 years? So, yeah, it's got to be, like, Neil's got to be, like, uh, probably 80 then. Or Man, I don't know about 50 years. Was it 40? I, I mean, think that's what it says. Because Neil's was, like, back in the 70s. Oh. Right? I don't know. Because then he, he joined, I'm trying to think of when he joined the Eastery Band. Because he was in Springsteen's band for forever now, pretty much. Yeah. I think he joined, like... Born in the USA hmm. era, like 1980, he probably joined. And he was in Neil Young's band before that, so I'm thinking like... Uh-huh. <clears throat> it's only been 40. Yeah. Still, that's know. still a long time. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's still a long time. Like, I've been alive. Right. Well, it's got me beat by a little bit. Just a little bit. Well, um, I guess I don't have much more to say about uh, the Neil Young record. Did you listen to anything from uh, Stone Temple Pilots' uh, oh, Purple reissue? At no, all? I mean I've heard that record, but I didn't buy the reissue. Uh, the record? I probably, I probably will. Yeah, it's a good record. Oh, it's not okay. my favorite record by Stone Temple Pilots. Nils is he was a member of Bruce Springsteen's uh, band since '84. Oh, '84. And then he was a member of Crazy Horse, yeah, from '70 to '71, and again in '73. And then mm-hmm. 2018 to present. I guess I just would have guessed that he joined Springsteen before mm-hmm. uh, Born in the USA, and then that was the first record he was on. But I guess he joined it right at that. Yeah. So anyhow. We could sit here and babble on a little bit longer. Favorite STP one? No, I mean I don't not like it, but I just didn't. I don't know for some reason I kind of forgot the reissue came out. To be Mm -hmm. honest with you, and when I did hear about it, I didn't rush out to buy it. Does it have like uh, a bunch of extra stuff, live tracks? Yeah, I was gonna buy it. Like I meant to order it, but I was like, eh, I don't. I think it's like a three CD or. Like one LP, so you don't get the bonus stuff unless you mm-hmm. buy the whole package. And I'm like, I'm trying not to buy as many CDs. And I'm like, I don't know if I really want like a three CD set right. thing. So like, I just bought it digitally, and you get all three 
So it's like the first disc is the album. Then there's acoustic stuff, and I forgot they even did Dancing Days. They uh, covered that, and I think it was on the radio. And that's hmm. on the second disc. And then the third disc is like a live show from 94. So is the acoustic stuff just the acoustic, the MTV Unplugged show? No, because that was with the core one. Because the core oh, one was okay. the same way. I didn't want to buy a four-CD set for like $60, but I saw it was all digitally on iTunes for like half that. Right. And that had the fourth disc um, um, was the Unplugged thing. I think this Unplugged is there's like a studio Unplugged version of Interstate Love Song. Uh, a studio unplugged version uh, of another one on there. I think it might have been Big Empty, even though that one's kind of like... Acoustic anyhow. Yeah, so I kind of didn't see the purpose of that one. But then I think right. there's a few from like a radio um, live hmm. thing on there. So right I don't on. know if it was worth really owning. But Yeah, I'll probably pass. Maybe yeah. pick up the vinyl or something, just the regular single reissue I don't know I don't have any of their stuff on vinyl now that I think about it I like them so like I guess I wanted to get it anyways yeah I mean everything up to number four I thought number four was badass I thought they kind of that might be my favorite honestly yeah. but those first four records I thought were fucking great <clears throat> I could kind of take take or leave anything after that but which I saw yesterday like number four actually had its 20th anniversary yeah, I saw something about that, too. That is a great crazy. record. Maybe they need to put out a reissue of that. I thought that was fucking badass. I remember that coming out, and people were kind of dogging it. Like, oh, it's not that good, and I bought it, and I was like... I was hesitant to buy it, yeah. and then I was actually working at Walmart at the time. Hmm. And uh, I just kept seeing it on the shelf, and finally one day after work, I was like, ah, fuck it, man. I just got paid today. I'm going to blow 10 bucks on this, you know? And I loved it. I thought it was the shit. But that's the one that I actually got into. I think first because I was buy- that's when I first started buying CDs. Was what ninety eight or ninety nine when I kind of had a job. And it it would have probably been ninety eight. Yeah. So that's the first one that I bought, and so it always kind of stuck with me. Like, but I remember um, what Down was a single, right? And like Sour Girl was kind of cool, and I think No Way Out. Was I think kinda... Sour Girl was when it finally blew up and got yeah. some success because I think that um, Sex and Violence was maybe the first single. Oh, really? That oh, or okay. Down, Down and Sex and Violence were the first, were the first two. Yeah. And I didn't even really listen to. Them. I didn't hear them. Huh. I just heard that people didn't like them, and everybody was bitching. They were disappointed in the album and stuff, and. Huh. I bought it and thought it was the shit. I thought that Atlanta song at the end. Yeah. It was very Dorsey. Sound like Jim Morrison a lot, but it was badass. Great song. Yeah, because you're right. There's that Sex and Violence. There's like Church on Tuesday or something. They're kind of. They're all kind of pretty good. There's yeah. some variety. Yeah, that's a great. That's a great record, man. It's just a straight up. It's kind of a quick hitter. Solid ten songs or whatever's on it. Twelve maybe, but I don't know. I liked it a lot. I like it a lot. <laughs> well, on that note, it's probably a good uh, a good outro right there. Good point to end it on. So uh, yeah, thanks for coming back for the fifth episode. And are they here? Oh, sorry. You said coming back. I just that was a really shitty joke on my part. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, like now I'm like pointing. Now you're pointing at the microphone. They can't see you. Yeah. Oh, that was for me. 
um, yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, you can and find it on iTunes, Apple Music, I think, the Podbean, so. I think they know that if they're listening already, though. I don't know. I'm just trying to thank people. <laughs> You're trying to have some official outro, and I'm always trying to fuck it up and just go out on, like, a a really stupid, awkward note, kind of like this. What's your message to world leaders today? Um... My message is that we'll be watching you. This is all wrong. I should be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean.